Waiver Wired is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet and you get with Caesars Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Welcome to Waiver Wired, a very, very special edition live from Radio Row. We're here at the Super Bowl. Myself, Jen Piacenti, and Eddie Spaghetti is here with me. Eddie, it's been amazing. The, look at this set. This is These insane. bright lights. This and... is nuts. We went like Zoom shows, never face to face. Right. Just not even in, in the Extra Point studio in Manhattan Beach. <laughs> it's, just, it's just straight, straight to Radio Row. We have this amazing set, amazing crew. Uh, Caesars, Omaha, extra points all coming together. This is it, it really is as good as it gets. These lights are really, really bright. They I'm are. hoping they make yeah. me look younger. Yeah, that's that's the goal. Uh, yeah, so we've never actually been face-to-face for a podcast, so mm. I hope this works out. It's going to go well. <laughs> um, you know, look, we're here talking sports. It can't get much easier than this. Um, you know, we've had a great week so far, a great week of shows. I mean, this is it's so exciting. My first trip here, um, like, I mean, you, you can't expect anything else. And it is our first trip to Phoenix as a group. Yes. Um, not my first trip to Phoenix ever, but it was my first trip ever to Trato last night. Mm-hmm. Chris Bianco's restaurant. Sal treated us. It was amazing. I, highly, I can highly recommend uh, kind of farm to table. Amazing. And also, how is it not amazing when you have Dave Damashek sitting right next I, to you, <laughs> carrying on all kinds look, of conversations? It, if you're in a food and you live in the, the Phoenix Scottsdale area, you, you got Chris Bianca, one of the best chefs in the country. Uh, the guy wins best pizza year after year in in Arizona, like think about that. Not New York, you know, not the places that are known for their pizza. In Arizona, his uh, restaurant Trotto, amazing, and obviously hanging out with the crew last night. We were all there together: Harry, Sal, Martin, me, you, Meatballs, Dave. I mean, uh, an amazing time there. So, like I said, everything this week has been awesome. The content's been great. The hangs have been great. Food's been great. It's it's been an awesome week. Well, as I mentioned, it is Super Bowl week. And so on this episode, we are going to concentrate a lot on player props. Um, Player props, which, of course, also translate into good starts generally for your DFS lineup. We'll mention a little bit of DFS lineups. And, of course, we'll talk our playoff lineups uh, for the postseason because it is the final game. I can tell you right now in the Extra Points League, we are trailing by fewer than 15 points behind Martin and Lemon Pepper Parlay. Right. He has A.J. Brown going. We have Jalen Hurts going. So in my heart of hearts, I am rooting for multiple Jalen Hurts Hurts touchdowns, um, for him to break off a few big runs. I'm going to need a Jalen Hurts day, even though I'm kind of – Leaning towards betting on the Chiefs. I I think it's gonna. I mean, I'm I'm picking the Eagles. I said this on plenty of pods already uh, last week. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts obviously is the favorite to win Super Bowl MVP, which I think makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's funny yesterday. You know, me and Martin were hanging over here on set, and he goes, "You know, what do you think of uh, AJ Brown's Super Bowl MVP odds?" And I go. I hate it because you have him on your team and we have Jalen Hurts and I want to beat you. (laughs) We cannot have back-to-back years second place. We are the fantasy podcast. You know, A.J. Brown's an interesting person to bring up. So A.J. Brown has actually had zero red zone targets in the postseason. Now, of course, it's only been two games for the Eagles, but Devonta Smith, 28.6%. Listen to this number. Kenneth Gainwell, 28.6% of the red zone targets and Dallas Goddard clocking in at Mm 42.9%. So when I'm looking at uh, touchdown prize, I'm actually kind of digging on Dallas Goddard right now. Um, it pays about two to one over Caesar Sportsbook. 
I know Goddard didn't have a lot of touchdowns this season. I think he had four total this season, but he did have one in the postseason. And if they are applying some pressure, which the Chiefs can do, it's mm -hmm. possible that Jalen Hurts is going to be looking more for his tight end. Another receiving prop I like for Dallas Goddard is just his over on receiving yards. Totally with you there. I have I, I like the Goddard over on everything. On I like everything. I like both tight ends. We'll get to the Chiefs after, but yeah. Dallas Goddard obviously Chiefs pass defense a little bit weak. Give the most touchdowns in the league. Uh, I love Dallas Goddard, and I think you know if you're getting inside the mind of an Andy Reid, what he's going to try to do is not let the star receivers and Smith and Brown beat you. I think he's going to try to force the ball to Dallas Goddard. Uh, maybe they could slow down the tight end with their linebackers with their safeties, and I think. I think Jalen Hurts is going to look to him. I, I do like the overs on uh, on Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I think they're going to need to be on Devonta Smith. They're going to need to be on A.J. Brown. Um, not only did they surrender the most passing touchdowns during the regular season, they surrendered the fifth most touchdowns to the tight end position. So there's just a couple little nuggets there. Dallas Goddard, also more info, just because I am having a Dallas Goddard love fest, yeah. apparently, um, has the most postseason catches for the Eagles. He has 10. So he's had five catches, an average of five catches each game. His catch prop is four and a half. So, yeah, he has more catches than Devonta Smith, and he has more catches than A.J. Brown. Well, yeah, right, and that's kind of like a Not a more targets, yeah, but that's, more that's been like a game script sort of thing. The Eagles really haven't had yep. to throw the ball around. Obviously, the, the Giants, my Giants got uh, creamed by them, and then obviously the, the issues with the 49ers and their quarterbacks. They don't need to throw. I don't think I'm picking the Eagles, but I still think in this game they will have to throw the ball. So I do think the, I think so the, the Goddards, the the Smiths, the Browns, if you have the props in them, I generally speaking, I do like that because I think Hurts will be more active in the passing game. So in that situation, then, are you leaning more towards the over or under? Oh, I'm way over. You are? My, I'll give you my I'm score under. right now. We could, uh, we could Tarantinos. Okay. I'll give it to you. We'll work backwards. I Eagles 34-24. I know we have a lot of Eagles fans on set here. I'm a Giants fan. I despise the Eagles. This is not a reverse jinx. I just simply think they've been the best team this postseason. They've been probably the best team throughout the entire course of the season. We just haven't really given them the shine they deserve. They, they're they the best team in the offensive line, defensive line. Their cornerbacks are playing great. I mean, Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. Um, even getting like the, the rushing attack they have with Gainwell and Sanders and the, the, the Chiefs pass defense. And I know Mahomes' ankle. I know Reed said yesterday that he's doing everything he normally does in practice, but he's not 100%. I, I, look, you know, we were at media night, and I'm not sure you could take this one way or the other, but the Eagles seemed more focused and like we have a mission, we have a job to do. The Chiefs, on the other hand, were loose. They've been there before. They're, you know, they're having more fun. So you could take that one way or the other, saying, "Oh, maybe the Chiefs are loose. They'll be, they'll be fresher. They'll be more excited to play." But it looked like the Eagles were like, "No, no, no. like we're robots. We're here to win this game." So I'm, I'm picking them by ten. By ten. I think it's gonna be a blowout. You think it's gonna be? Blowout, I do. I, I do if ten's a blowout in a Super Bowl, right? I think it'll be kind of boring at the end of the game. Yeah. 34, okay. Interesting. 24. So I see this a completely different way. Okay. Um, I see this as the under, and I see that the Chiefs could sneak this one out. Look, I hope. Right. I hope Mahomes so, plays hero ball. I hope that, I, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Well, I, well, I actually hope that, hope that Jalen Hurts does what you're saying he's going to yeah. do because that way we will win and our postseason league. But I think the loose thing is actually in the Chiefs' favor. And so I was at the Chargers-Chiefs um, game earlier right. this year, yep. and I was down on the field with the players, and I was walking around, and Justin Herbert was, like, in the zone. And the Chargers were in the zone. He was doing his leg lifts. He was, like, meditation thing. And then I walked over, and I have video of, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, literally, like, flopping his wrist. And he looks so real. He's, like, wearing baggy pants, like the least sexy quarterback in the world, <laughs> right? Justin Herbert's got the type. Anyway, that's and the story. sexiest head coach and the sexiest. Reed. Yeah, I'm, yeah, and the sexiest head coach in Andy Reid. I hope he wears the face shield. Um, 
And I was like, I don't know. But you know what? When it came down to it, it was that that laid back, relaxed. He just does this. He just does it. And he's really got to come back from that also slightly injured situation where he faced Tom Brady. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... I don't know. I think the Chiefs are going to be more dangerous. They looked good defensively. The rookies are making big plays. That's true. Very true. Versus the Bengals, they held the Bengals to what twenty points. Yeah, they the yeah yeah they, they played. They're playing above and expectations, and that's definitely true. I just think the talent disparity between the two teams. Again, this is like it's a Mahomes-led team. Even just seeing like the names, the guys, at the podium at media night. Like the Eagles are pretty loaded everywhere, and there's and then the. They have like the Chiefs on. They have like you know Nick Bolton gets a a, a podium. I'm like, this guy is not a really a household name. No offense to Nick Bolton, but it's one of those things where they're they're really led by the greatness of Andy Reid as head coach, and then obviously Mahomes being the simply the best quarterback in the league, and he can go above and beyond. But uh, I don't know. I think Sirianni has this bunch. Uh, they're they're ready to roll. Like they're they're playing really good right now. So I'm afraid to see them lift another Lombardi as our uh, you know our Giants and Cowboys look on uh, from the sidelines. So if you're building a parlay, like how many points would you need to take? You would need to take eleven Chiefs plus eleven. Yeah, I think there'll be a late score, but it'll be close. Eagles get a late score. They'll pull away wow. at the end. Yeah. I just built a parlay over at Caesars uh, with Chiefs plus five and a half, and I thought that would that would cover me, but now you got me scared. Look, I don't <laughs> want to sway you. I just um, maybe I'm, I'm I'm jaded for seeing how well they they played against my team, but you know they but it, the, the trenches matter. You know, I know we're fantasy pod. We don't talk about the O line D line, but they matter, and I, yeah, I just do. think you know. Uh, one of the props I love too that we'll go over like Chris Jones like not Chris Jones not to get a sacks plus 100 like I, I think like last week like he was so uh, active in that game or two weeks ago sorry for the Chiefs and you know Jalen Hurts the way he, he can move and then plus the strength of this Eagles the team is the O-line yeah. the interior O-line Jason Kelsey like I just yeah. think things aren't going to go the way that it went for the Chiefs last week and uh, I think I'm going to be upset on Sunday night. All right. Yeah. Um, let's continue. Wait, let's let's talk some player props. Let's just go ahead and talk I, about our player to. props. A bunch. And then at the end, I want to go through some novelty props, and we're going to do our annual um, national anthem breakdown. Best part of the show, folks. Yeah. So we're going to get to that because people love to bet on the anthem. So let's go with some player props. Um, I've got quite a few I like. Why don't you throw out one that you're eyeing up? Sure. Um, well, I love. I said before, I love the tight ends in this game. Uh, I, I'd said I like the Goddard over four and a half receptions, but let's go on the other side. I think Travis Kelsey two touchdowns in this game is plus five hundred. I think any path for the Chiefs to win this game and make it a close game is going to funnel through Travis Kelsey. Obviously, the Chiefs are dealing with a t- like every Chiefs receiver is injured. I mean, Michael Harbin's already put on the IR. Right. Uh, Kadarius Tony is going to play, but he's banged up. Like every single guy is dealing with something. So. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Logically, it makes no sense that the Chiefs could be in this game. They I, don't have any players. I, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and I understand you're like, obviously, Nick Sirianni knows Travis Kelsey is their best player. But the thing right. is, Travis Kelsey always has been target number one for however long, and he still never gets stopped. This guy is a monster. So I think two touchdowns of Travis Kelsey is plus 500. I love the Kelsey over seven and a half receptions, and I like it over 70 and a, uh, 78 and a half t- total yards. Um, so if Travis Kelsey is getting two touchdowns, that's plus 500. Also means I like the Mahomes over one and a half passing touchdowns. So uh, those are a few of the Chiefs player props. You may as well parlay those. Right, uh, why I mean, not? Like, you I got mean, nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah. Right? I, I, I still, yeah, I think Mahomes ha- has to have a, it, the Mahomes passing prop uh, for his yards too. 
like there's no way he's gonna have let he's gonna he's not gonna go under. Yeah, right. There's and no like way Isaiah Pacheco has throwing. like five rushing touchdowns this year. All those Jarek McKinnon touchdowns they were mostly receiving touchdowns. Right. So, yeah, if they're I think Patrick Mahomes goes over when I have passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I agree there. I'm a little nervous about the Travis Kelsey props because I look at how good Travis Kelsey is. What he had like a 35 percent target share. He had like all the touchdowns basically for the way they have 15 mm-hmm. touchdowns this year. I don't know. I should look up the exact numbers, but he was clearly the number one target and all time postseason, He has the second most receiving yards behind Jerry Rice right. and he's tied for the second most touchdowns with Rob Gronkowski, which I, you know, he'll probably do that this week and yeah. move uh, solely into second place. But because the Eagles know that and because the Eagles are so good and because it's so clear that he's the target they need to take out, I'm nervous. I'm nervous to bet on Kelsey, but I'm. It's like, but how do you fade him? Well, the, that how, and how do you then fade and him? also really who who could cover him now? Like, right. if if I think unfortunately for for Chiefs fans, like Buggy is the cornerback play of Slay on one side, Bradburn the other, yeah. and like you know MVS and 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 Tony's always banged up and he doesn't really make that much of an impact. I just think that they're going to be shut down and Mahomes is going to have nowhere else to look but Travis Kelsey. And then when you get these tight ends with these hybrid roles of guys who are, you know, they're bigger and, and faster than the safeties and the linebackers, it's hard for a quarterback who's, you know, five foot 10, 180 pounds to kind of match up with a guy like him. And I just think that he's going to be able to feast and he's going to want, he's the one that's going to keep them in the game. Um, I think Mahomes will have to do a lot of rollouts, a lot of just like break away from the, the D line chasing him. And it'll be like, a, like broken plays, Kelsey throwing his hand up, catching. I can see a lot of that happening, but again, still with the Eagles having the lead. There's a play that a lot of sharp betters are on right now. I'm, I need to look where it is right now at Caesars cause it's been moving, but it's Patrick Mahomes first rush at one point it was down to only two and a half. Mm. And that's something I would definitely jump on. I think it's up to four and a half. Um, at some point, we should check where it is yeah. right now on Caesars. Because if you can grab that value, I think that's a fun one. I don't know if you've seen that social media clip of, of Patrick Mahomes saying, like, he's much, much faster uh, when he's being chased. Like, he does not want to get sacked. And they should have had someone chase him on his 40 because he probably would have run, run it in 4.4. And this with his injury, I, I feel like, He's he's first of all he's going to be shot up on pain meds. So in the first Absolutely. half of the game he's going to be fine. It's the second half of the game where I get a little bit more worried. Mm-hmm. But you know the game where he got injured um, when he came back he actually passed for more yards than he had in the previous half. So he's incredible. He's Patrick Mahomes yeah. and he's he's hard to bet against. It's uh, by the way three and a half uh, minus one forty for the over. Yeah. So you I, get I would plus do that. If you I go like the under. it. But I I, I do Throw like that too. I like that. I, I do like that a lot. Not a great. You know, it's a little bit of juice. There won't there, be a lot of. I don't think yeah. there's a lot of rushing on his end. No, I don't either. I think for the three and a half, I like the over on that as well. Yeah. Um, what else do you like? So on the the Eagle side of things, I have the Hurts over one and a half passing touchdowns again. That may be me being biased because we have him on our team, but I I think and he will. I'm rooting for Have a really good game as on the ground too but I do like him throw over that again the the, the Chiefs pass defense is so miserable that I think Hurts is going to be everyone expects him to run a lot he may not need to he may just I be agree. able to, to to throw the ball over the yard I agree um I like Eagles first drive field goal plus 400 I know they're a really good team in terms of scoring touchdowns their first drive but the Super Bowl historically speaking everyone kind of plays tight up front uh right in the beginning of the game I think they'll get in field goal range they'll make a, a long field goal by Jake Elliott so I like that plus 400 I said before the Chris Jones no sack is plus 100 Eagles to score in every quarter plus 210 and then Kenneth Gainwell over 19 and a half rush yards um he had 
believe like 48 versus the Niners, I had over 100 versus the Giants. I don't see a scenario where he has um, less than that, especially if they have a lead and they want to milk the clock. So those are all my uh, best bets or, or props for this game. I also like Kenny Gainwell. Um, he's actually averaging this season more than five yards per carry, mm-hmm. and he's had double-digit carries in the past two games. He did lead the Eagles in rushing for both those games, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if he gets – Five, six carries even after having double-digit carries, he's gonna hit that prop. I think so. I think that's it a lock. was plus money when I looked yeah. this morning. I don't know. What's so going I'm on. wondering though if there's something we don't know. Whenever you see that, so it, that's easy. the worst. That's the worst feeling. When you see something, oh, this so is a lock easy. and it's plus money. You're like, what am I? What am I doing wrong here? But I like it. I still like it. I mean, he was averaging a ton of yards per carry versus the Giants, and then Niners broke defense off, is like, great. Thirty-five yard run. Yeah. So I don't see, especially if they're going to take the yard of the football in the second half. And again, this is me believing it. It's going to be over a one score game. I love the game well prop there. All right. I like it, too. Um, another prop I like is actually Pacheco's prop. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 48. It's wavering between 48 and a half, 49 and a half. Obviously, grab as much value as you can there. But Pacheco, again, um, in the postseason, averaging more than five yards per carry, averaging 11 carries per game. Jarek McKinnon has been so incredibly inefficient. I think it's 1.73 yards per carry. He had one carry uh, in the postseason game last week. He's just he's they're not going to use him as a runner. I, um, I totally agree with you on that. They will use Pacheco. Pacheco looks good. He's just in the zone. Now, I do think Jerick McKinnon, though, will be involved in this game because of the lack of pass catchers. And we saw that across the last six games of the regular season, he had nine touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He had 10 total all season. He had nine in the last six games. So I see that. I also see, as you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes could be getting a lot of pressure because the Eagles led the league in quarterback pressures this year. I think it was 25.6% at the time mm-hmm. um, they were pressuring a quarterback. So he's probably going to dump it off to McKinnon. I like the catch prop. I think it's two and a half oh, that's great. catches. I'm I also like, going to bet on a Jarek McKinnon touchdown. Just I, I think that's a good play. And I think, you know, when uh, Andy Reid's famous for not loving running backs to, to run the ball, he likes to use them in screens and in the, in the flats. That's his running style. I think we're going to see a lot of runs on the Chiefs side. It will be early in this game, but I think they know that, look, this Eagles defense is great, and they have to score touchdowns every chance they can get. Right. I think we will see a more aggressive and some funky plays from the Chiefs. So I, I, I do love the running backs and screens and stuff like that early on. I think that's a great prop. Yeah, so I'm taking the over on the Pacheco rushing yards. I do not feel comfortable betting on a Pacheco touchdown. So the Chiefs are just such the opposite of the Eagles. Yeah, they are. The, and that's what's so interesting about this game. You got like a super run-heavy team. I think the the Eagles had the fifth most rushing yards per game this season, and their quarterback led the team in rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other side of this, you've got a pass-happy team with Patrick Mahomes leading the league with like 52-50 passing yards mm-hmm. and was a 41 passing touchdowns. You got two quarterbacks here that should be in the MVP conversation. Maybe one win seasonal MVP, maybe one win Super Bowl MVP. You just got sto- this should be a great game. I still think it goes under. Uh, if this goes under, that to me also means that I think the Eagles win because of their their defensive ability to stop them and but also that it means that the Eagles often struggles which then in my head I'm like there's just no way they're going to struggle versus this this bad pass defense look it's Super Bowl. Anything can happen. It's a lame statement, but uh, I still don't. The I don't defense know how. wins championships, Eddie. It, don't it, you know? Yeah, I mean you're right, but I. I, I mean, think, I think if it's if it's the if the defense wins championships, it means I think it's going to be the under. Eagles. Uh, what is it now at 51? Yeah, it's it, high. There's, a, there's a path for that. Yeah, 
There is. I feel like 51 is high. I'm not saying it can't be done. I just think it's high for a Super Bowl. Like yeah, to get I mean, that out of control. The, I, I went back and looked at, like, Super Bowl scores and, like, you, a lot of, like, low 20s, low 20s, but then you'll yeah. have a team score upper 30. So it, it does, it, it, it fluctuates. Um, I, I do think with the, when you have these quarterbacks who are dyna dynamic and you have the, you know, Mahomes is going to have to put a lot on his shoulders to will them to victory. I, I do see maybe some broken play. There's a lot of, maybe some trickery, um, some like cool touchdowns, not just these boring 10 minute drives. I think there's gonna be a lot of flash plays. So that's in my head. That's I've kind of convinced myself. That's why it will, uh, will be the over. So those are our like actual props yes. for players. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. The thing about Caesar Sportsbook, it's not just an app. It's your key to a whole empire. Hotels, casinos, restaurants, shows, Caesar's Palace. I'm sure you've heard of it. Every bet you place with Caesar Sportsbook brings you closer to perks only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays at iconic destinations, app bonuses, merch, show tickets, and many more Caesars rewards perks. So get started today. Register using code Omaha Fall and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I want to have some fun now with some novelty props. Let's do it. So novelty props are great because, you know, you can just even play them at your Super Bowl party, right? Oh, you can yeah. just, like, come in, make, like, a she, let your friends check off what they think will happen, and you're having a great time. So there's a lot of novelty props out there that are really cool. I, I would, let's start with number one. It's the coin toss, Eddie. Are you going heads, tails? Are you going, or you, you, or you can bet it whether it's the Chiefs or the Eagles. Who have you got? The funniest thing about the the coin, not that it should be any different, but like they're both the same odds, minus one hundred one on heads and tails. Um, I am gonna go. I'm gonna go tails never fails, at minus one hundred one. Tails never fails. Okay. And then uh, who wins the coin toss? Again, the same thing. It's gonna be it's minus one hundred one. I'm gonna go. 
I think the Chiefs get the ball first, and I think they get stopped. I think they punt on their first drive. Now, I'm not going to encourage anyone to be a bookmaker at home, but if you're having one of these Super Bowl parties, you know, you, you could be okay because, you know, obviously it's an exactly 50-50 proposition. Anyone can play, and you can just take your little little juice off the top. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying. Have we seen it's what the, the, the coin looks? Don't they have, like, have like the massive coin? With I don't like, know. Is Mrs. Kelsey throwing it? That's all I, I care it about. It makes sense, right? Right. Have one Jason, one Travis, one Travis on the side. Like, just throw which, it up in and the air. Then you I just, think that's, that's, that's a great who idea. wins. Call Travis or Jason. Um, and I'm, I think that's that's the there move. There you go. Listen, NFL, listen right now. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's move on to, I want to ask you this. Which commercial do you think will play first? Doritos or M&M's? Doritos is plus 105. I, I know. Think like, this takes a lot of thought. I don't know. This, that's, this I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm thinking so much into this. I think. Maya Rudolph's the new spokeswoman. Uh, yeah. That's why I was going to lean with, uh, I was going to lean with M&M's for that. But then part of me is like, oh no, people are probably eating Doritos as they're watching the commercial. I feel like Doritos are a better Super Bowl snack than M&M's. Like, I don't yeah. know, eating chocolate. It's, it's a weird. I've, so, and you know what? I'm going to go Doritos then. I'm going Doritos too because yeah. it's plus money. Yeah. Doritos. So we're Doritos. All right. Will a player record an octopus? Do you know what an octopus is? No. Eddie? Okay. So this is a fun one because everyone sees, will there be an octopus at the Super Bowl? And like you're thinking, hey, there's going to be an octopus eating a Dorito in an M&M's commercial, right? Oh, Can we get odds on that, yeah. Caesars? Because that might happen. <laughs> um, no, an octopus is when the player that scores a touchdown is also the player that scores a two-point conversion. Oh. It pays seven to one. Oh, eight points, octopus. Put it together. That's what it is. That is, I th- I think it could happen. I think like Tra- I think Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey could Travis be, Kelsey do it, right? Is the guy. I mean, it's a pretty good payout. Yeah. Now, I mean, like you think about it, it's it pays plus money for a reason because like two point conversions are attempted like less than ten percent sure. of the time, right? Yeah. So first you need to be in that situation, and then they're only successful like half the time, and then you got to have the same guy do it. But Travis Kelsey is the picture perfect. Like, I can see that in motion, in shovel pass to him. Like and I can then, see that happening. And then you can say you won an octopus bet, that, and that's, like that's a great it's one. really just about saying that. you bet on an octopus or you won an octopus. All right, here's a good one. Jersey of the first touchdown score. Will it be over 11 and a half or under 11 and a half? Under is minus 140. Over is plus 110. Let me give you jersey yeah. numbers, okay? Run through them. Here is under Miles Sanders. Travis Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, and Patrick Mahomes. All of jerseys under 12, okay? Over is going to be Hurts, Brown, Pacheco, Devonta Smith. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. So then you're taking the under. I'm on the under. I think Jalen Hurts uh, rushing touchdown. You're on the under. Yeah. Did I re- say those backwards when I did that? Hertz is the, he's number what, two. So Hertz he, is under. You're, yeah. you're on the under, yeah. which is heavily juiced. Yeah. I'm on the over. Because yeah. I think it's going to be Miles Sanders, Travis Kelsey, or Dallas Goddard more likely than Jalen yeah. Hertz. Okay. So, yes, I think I reversed those and I read those. Sorry, guys. But you know what we're saying. Everyone figured we're it saying. out. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Ready? Both Jason and Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown. Look, Obviously, this is as much as I would love to see a Jason Kelsey <laughs> touchdown and just have everyone's brains explode. Uh, Can you imagine? I, it, it, what are they going to do? Like center eligible? I, I don't know. I don't see a path for like that. He could recover a fumble I guess, and, and, run it. and run it in. And Big man touchdown. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Jason. I'm going to have to say no on that don't one. Don't do that unless yeah. you'd like to set dollar bills on fire. Don't, don't do that. Um, okay. 
What's going to be the first song Rihanna sings, Eddie? You know, the Megan's talking about this. I'm not quite I don't agree with, with catalog, the Megan. But am I allowed to, to give a little inside tip about what we heard at the restaurant last night? Yes, you are. I mean, look, I'm just saying a, a very good pizza maker in Arizona mentioned that maybe a famous, uh, you know, one of the Fab Four, the living Fab Four, may be in town. So, mm-hmm. and you could put two and two together where they have a song. Maybe they don't open with that one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure the name of the song, but if so you do the math, epic. you guys will figure it out. Um, I don't. I don't know. Is there odds? Like, what's their umbrella? Is so, that a song? don't stop the music is the favorite at three to one. Okay. Then diamonds. Then Uh-oh. what's my name? Then stay. Then umbrella. Lift I'm, me up. I want to go umbrella just because it's like the only one I know. So I would say umbrella is a good choice okay. for the value. But okay. I think don't stop the music. And as you mentioned, that particular singer. She has done it in duet form before, Don't Stop the Music. So I wonder, really? but I'm not sure they would open together. I, I feel like she has to open the stage by, by herself I before. I feel like Don't Stop the Music before isn't Before the really famous good. bass player comes out. Please don't stop the music. I mean, that's like a that's, cool. Oh, yeah, that may open. Right? Yeah, that's probably it. And then like, boom, yeah. and I can hear like the, the tacit, and then the drums come in yeah. and like I'm Not getting a, a little call, ridiculous yeah, I'm producing call. the Super Bowl halftime show now but I do like Umbrella too it's very popular yeah. she has a lot of popular hits she does I mean well deserved to play the halftime okay what colors are outfit gonna be she's gonna wear something is like black, black is black the favorite is, I was gonna say black sparkly Okay, I don't know so why I'm black, sparkly okay yeah. that pays plus money I mean okay. all choices play plus money I'm kind of leaning towards a metallic she looks good in metallic I don't think what? she's going to wear red or teal, even though those are, those are the colors of the season on the runways right yeah, now. But no. I don't think she's going to, like, go with a team. I, right? I totally agree with that. won't be a team color. So you're wearing black. I'm going to go I'm gonna go silver. Okay. Six to one. All right. Gatorade shower, Eddie. It's going to be orange. I agree. Okay. So it's not the favorite. The favorite is uh, yellow. Really? Yeah, but it's orange I because don't... the Chiefs had orange last time they won. Yeah. And so... There's that going for them. I, I would just think, like, it won't be red, won't be yellow because of the Chiefs. Right. There's really no popular, like, whatever green, shade clear. of green the Eagles are. Yeah, teal, aqua, something. So, the in terms of, like, the popular Gatorade colors, I think it's got to be orange. Orange, you're, you're not really offending anybody. Good flavor, too. Good flavor. Yeah. yeah. Everyone actually drink that. Okay, now we've come to the moment you've all been waiting for. It's our breakdown of the national anthem. This is the best part, folks. As you know, we did this last year. I feel a lot of pressure on this, um, the National Anthem Breakdown. There's a lot to be considered. Last year, uh, books had Mickey Guyton at like, what was it, like a minute 35 or something. And I remember thinking that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard and arguing with one of my colleagues that was like, no, I saw it on YouTube and that's why. And I was like, oh my goodness, what do you not understand Mm -hmm. about the difference in a Super Bowl performance and a performance on YouTube or at the local high school arena? Um, But this year, they've gone the opposite. Now, seven of the last 15 Super Bowls, the anthem has gone over two minutes. And across the last 15 Super Bowls, the anthem has gone over eight times. And I feel like everybody's leaning towards the over. Sure. I personally feel that we've overcorrected. Uh, the time this year is two minutes and five seconds. Now, country singer Chris Stapleton is going to be performing the anthem. There is no video. We've all scoured the internet, all of us degenerates. There's no video of Chris Stapleton singing 
the national anthem. And I wanted to say, because last year we obviously did this too, and you, you did have a decent amount of uh, like research on, yeah. on the anthem. This year we're going... We're like, going cold we're going turkey. Totally, like nothing, no research at all. Chris Stapleton has not done this and has not been posted to YouTube. Has not been posted to YouTube. So what do we know about Chris Stapleton? One, he's a country singer. They do tend to do things at a slower tempo. Totally. Two, he's most likely going to be singing with his acoustic guitar. I think so. I don't think he's going to have, like, the strings in the choir, but it's possible he does, but he doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. um, he has an amazing voice, yeah. and he's an incredible—I've actually seen him live um, at the Opry in yeah. Nashville. I've, uh, I've seen him at the Forum in, in Los Angeles. Awesome and guy. he's yeah. just incredible. Yeah. Um, but he's not one to, he's not going to give you a Whitney Houston performance, right? There's totally not going to be tons of melismas and, and breaks and vocal gymnastics, even though he has a great voice. And I don't think we want to hear that from Chris Stapleton. I think that he understand, is going to understand that a simple, beautiful performance is going to be the most moving mm -hmm. if you're doing it with an acoustic guitar. And I don't think he's going to guitar solo. So I myself recorded myself singing the national anthem multiple times and i did it with a thick country national ac accent from my time in nashville and that i that is awesome I, folks you don't get better than that <laughs> i i get it around a minute 50 now there's going to be guitar fill and all that I also looked at YouTube and I looked at Luke Bryan, who mm -hmm. was the last male country singer that did it. He clocked at 204. He did acapella and it was painfully slow, friends. It was painfully slow. That's what we're talking about at dinner last night. No, you have to realize men, how long two minutes. It's so like, like, very long. long. Yeah. And men, I mean, like Billy Joel had the fastest ever, right? right? Okay. Um, men tend to go under. So like if it was a duet, I would say this is going to be over. They're going to take their time. They're going to take the riffs. But Chris Stapleston with the guitar... I'm leaning towards the under. Obviously, anything could happen. It could come out. There's a chorus. Uh, he could have a background track. He could just decide that today's the day he's going to go Christina Aguilera. Um, but my my recommendation is the under. And the best part is it's plus money. Really? Yes. Wow. It's plus money. Nobody thinks it's going under. Um, I mean, well... I do, because you, you did the research, you sang it, uh, we looked up the, the past performances, and I, I totally agree that oh, two minutes is a long time, you're really stretching it out. It's uh, a long time. I, we, we will be upset if we see him walk out with like a full uh, a choir or something, we're going to go, no, they are going to stretch it out, but yeah. I, I think you're right, it's going to be him, his acoustic guitar, it'll be a quick, it'll be powerful. It'll be powerful and honest. And, and then that's it. And the thing people don't understand, unless you've sung the national anthem, is it's a really, really hard song to sure. sing. Like, I don't know why they made this a national anthem. It is so rangy, and men don't usually have that kind of a range, which is why they typically do it at a faster tempo. It's much more comfortable. You're not going to get the, or the land of the bird. You're not going to yeah. get like all the high notes mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so I think I think it's going to be under. That's my recommendation. And on that note, so let's say it's let's say it clocks in at two, an even two. Will any scoring drive in the Super Bowl take less time? Than it takes to sing the national anthem. I think absolutely. Me too. Yeah, I think there's going to be a few, not a few, but I think there's going to be a lot of big plays uh, on both sides. I think there'll be a quick drive. Like I said, there'll be some trickery. There'll be one play that breaks through a broken play. Uh, the defense won't catch up, and I can see like a, a long bomb or like a screen that goes the whole way. Absolutely. 13 seconds it took Patrick Mahomes in that AFC divisional game oh, last yeah, year. Yeah, we don't, and no one forgets to that. She sent it to overtime. Yeah. 13 seconds. So, uh, yeah, I would take that bet. 
that a scoring drive will take less time than it takes to I think it's a great prop. Yeah. It's not a fun one. Yeah, it's great. It's a fun one. There's so many fun ones out there, guys. Like I said, if you have a Super Bowl party, look them up. They're fun to play, and anyone can play them. Anyone write, can pick a Gatorade. Write them down. It makes the game, especially the game isn't isn't fun. Like you know, we've, we've had some we had some stinkers in the past. The past years of Super Bowls, the Rams Patriots come to mind. That that thirteen three game was like so. Write them down. Have fun with your friends. I'm with you totally, Jen. Like, Absolutely. Do the props. Okay, everybody. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, um, we've talked a lot about the game. Yeah. We've talked a lot about player props. I just want to quickly touch on some news that's happened this week. Usually we start with news, but yeah. it felt right to just get straight uh, to the meat of it today. Row, you know, we can't leave with uh, Rodgers or Tom Brady. You know, we got to talk about the game. Can we talk about the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers? So Tom Brady's retired for like a hot second. Mm-hmm. He sends us an emo retirement video on, on the beach, right? You know, like... He like he was up all night and he just couldn't stand it anymore. By the way, Tom still PO'd. You did that at five fifteen a.m. Pacific. Not cool. One of the weirdest retirement, like the time weird. of day and when he did it before the Super Bowl, stealing the spotlight. Like the Megan's pointed out. Yes, like I mean, I don't really it's, think it's, he was stealing the spotlight. I have a different take on that. But okay. Yeah, I think he was just wanted to get it over with. Sure. And I think he wanted less focus. And if he did it this week, because everyone was so focused on the Super Bowl, because he was going to take so much heat for his second retirement, I think that's why he did it. That does make sense. He wanted yeah. it to get covered up. Um, but then, Tom, 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 Tom. The thirst trap picture, the thirst trap tweet. It's so desperate, Tom. I... I can never look at you the same way, and yeah. that's not a, a good thing. I I hate it. I, I know he I'm tried sad. to be funny. I know he, he tagged uh, who he tagged like Edelman or whatever. It, it was just it's like eh, it's it doesn't it doesn't. He, you're not that guy, so uh, don't try to become that guy post retirement. Um, you're 30 seconds into retirement. I'm worried about him. I'm worried he's gonna go like on a like a drunk girl <laughs> bender in college. Like I, like I'm divorced. I'm free. Like what's gonna happen to you, Tom? But what is he gonna do now? He's not. He's not what's even joining Fox for another year. He's gonna unretire. Like I don't know why we didn't all immediately take MVP odds for Tom Brady as soon as we saw this. So you're saying it right now. He he will play. He is gonna play sometime this season. Why Whoa. do you think he's taking a year off? Really? Some somebody's gonna get injured midway through the season something something they're gonna call up Tom Brady what, what if you're the 49ers this year yeah right and you're you know you're going to the postseason you call up TB12 you're like look I just need you to you know manage this offense 
So, wait, we're, so you're saying to draft Tom Brady late in drafts and stack I'm him? I'm saying on your, stash, stash him. On your bench. If you have a deep, deep bench, stash him. He could even still be good in dynasty leagues. <laughs> that is something. I, I, has never really crossed my mind. I thought that he's taken the year just to sort things out, maybe personally, and then I'll join the the Fox broadcast. He's leaving his options open, much like you, Eddie, mm-hmm. when you bought a couple more years with the engagement <laughs> ring. <laughs> Buying time. That's he's what he's doing. He just leaving, bought time. Just get it over before the Super Bowl. Wait a couple of months. Time. Skip training camp. No, I mean it. It does work out. He it doesn't does have make to do the sense. Camp. Yeah. He just jumps in mm-hmm. and, and is a hero and wins some award and becomes famous and then he really retires. Yeah. That's what happens. Wow. He's leaving his options open. That is something. He can't do that if he's in the booth. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, is going to go sit in the dark for four days. Mm-hmm. He's going to sit in the dark. And hope that the answer comes to him. He just won the pro am, by the way. Yeah, I saw a great golf, uh, great golf round. I mean, maybe he hit, hit the ball really well, and he goes, "I want to keep doing this. See you later, football. I want to stick in the links." But I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna come back. He's definitely coming back. Yeah. I don't think that's even a question. This is all again pageantry. Is he gonna come back with the Raiders? Ooh, I think. I'm going to give a boring answer. I mean, a lot of people, I thought for a while it was going to be the Jets. I I think that, I think there's a path for the Packers to be like, hey, we screwed up. Like, we could win this division still, and they're going to do what they can to get him, to get him the help. I know it would be great for him to match up, go back with Devontae Adams, obviously. They could recreate what they they did uh, up in Wisconsin, and then you could go to the Jets. Great young team. I mean, all even if the if the offense line improves a little bit, obviously with Brees Hall behind you went healthy, and then you have your young receiving cores. I, but I, I don't know. To me, it's just like it's a bad business decision with with the the Packers to be like, you know, we're gonna go totally with Jordan Love because do you really buy into the Vikings no. that much? Obviously, the Vikings were no. pretty iffy this year. I know they won no. a lot of games, but all very small margins. And then I don't really buy into Jordan Love either. And yeah. right, and then the Bears are still ways to go. And I think there's the Lions obviously are tough, but I think the the, the Packers still have the talent there to win. But for I think fantasy, if they're smart, they, they try to bring him back. Would you roster Aaron Rodgers if he stays with the Packers? Uh Early, 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 right now, I'm not. I'm not thinking about drafting him. But if you went to the Raiders, would you? I think you went to the Raiders, the Jets. I, I for sure. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So for fantasy, we don't like him staying in Green Bay. I yeah. I, I think they Green Bay has to do a lot to make me believe in him uh, there. And I, I know Christian Watson came out of the end, but a little bit streaky. They need a lot more there. They need a lot more mm-hmm. there. And as far as Derek Carr, uh, he's taking an interview with the Saints. Yeah, having a sleepover down in New Orleans. Yeah. Are you any? any are you interested at all? Same kind of thing. They need to do a lot on their team. I, I like Chris Olave. Yeah. They have some good young pieces. The division's winnable, depending on obviously if Tom Brady Obviously. is gone. The Panthers, they said they're going to go look for a brand new quarterback, but it's it's. I don't you know, see a fantasy. No, no, I don't think so. I think he'll be he'll be worse than what he was. Look, Darren Waller. Devontae Adams, like obviously uh, Renfro's a nice piece. You had the you had the leading like rusher in the NFL behind you. You're not going to get the Kamara isn't really what he was. Like no, it's it's, it's a different scenario. And uh, I know things didn't work out with Josh McDaniels, but I think it's it's significant downgrade. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a downgrade too. So so far the quarterback carousel not working out well for fantasy, but I will stand by what I said earlier uh, or last week. I'm I'm kind of in on Russ again now that Sean Payton is there. Um, what scared me a little bit, it was the, the Terry Bradshaw comments about that. He just leaked it. Like, he was on an interview, uh, and it was right. like, obviously, Sean Payton was on Fox. And then he goes, well, he didn't want the Arizona job. He didn't want the Denver job. But 
he kind of just like, all right, I'll just go to Denver. It was like a fallback option for him. So I wonder what his real intentions were, but it kind of makes you think like maybe Russ is done, but I think there's no way he's going to be statistically worse or worse in fantasy. Well, there's no way that Sean Payton will allow him to be, is my thought. Yeah. I don't think he'll allow it. I think he's going to be smart enough to plan a way to at least make the team. He can't be worse. Right. He can't be. You're not looking up. And I do like their roster, but the division's tough, but I like their roster. He's got a lot of weapons. All right. Well, unfortunately, we have to wrap this up. This has been so much fun. This is great. We got to do it in person more often. Look, we're, now we got a little taste of it. Uh, it won't be Radio Row, but we have a pretty nice <laughs> studio in uh, Southern California, and we'll we'll get there doing that. And uh, I mean, this is like like we said before, it's an unbelievable scene here. Thanks, uh, shout out to the great crew, um, and just been a great week of shows. Jen is great recording with you, hanging out with you, and uh, hopefully uh, we got a good game. And more importantly, hopefully Jalen Hurts has a way better game than uh, AJ Brown. We're gonna need everybody to root for Jalen Hurts uh, as much as possible. Much better. It's fine if AJ Brown is fine, but Jalen Hurts just has to be better. That's all we're asking for. Jalen Hurts. Please Please be 15 fantasy points superior to A.J. Brown. I don't even care who wins the game. I only care about that because we need to win this extra points league. We, we need it. Uh, it. It's good for us, and it's we got to have our street cred. Um, don't forget to go place your bets at Caesar Sportsbook. We handed out a lot of props here we really like. We'll have more all week. And don't forget to play along with us at extrapoints.com uh, slash arcade because I think we'll probably also have a few contests going yeah, on over the, there. Yeah, we have the Splasher Cash. Uh, last year oh, it was Splash Scott Gagnon Bathwater. This year we have, uh, I believe it's sponsored by Heineken this year. We have a new one where if you lose, there will be consequences. If you win, you get cash. That's why it's Splasher Cash. So we have a, a great... Uh, contest this year as always but like you said just go to extrapoints.com slash arcade check it out there's always stuff going on there um great website um and that's a lot of fun so yeah that's all we've got for today guys uh you know what to do enjoy the big game and we'll be back to wrap it up next week